Hello world, welcome to the Summer Airwear Podcast, brought to you by I Am Breezy and Rap98.com. This podcast is about real, open, and honest conversations, where we can talk about any and everything. And of course, we're going to do it summer any and everywhere. Let's get into it. I am B-R-E-E-Z. I be down around from my I can get it cracking on my be on the line, I'm a I'ma be me, I'm a high off life, I'm a airworm, take my whole crew with me, I'm a airworm, I keep it realer than real, I'm a airworm, Hello world, it's your girl, I am Breezy, B-R-W-E-Z-E, and welcome back to the Summer Everywhere podcast. If you are new here, SIE is all about the honest and open conversations, and we're going to do it summer any and everywhere, and we're talking about everything. There is no cap to the conversation, okay? So today is all about women empowerment. We got our boss ladies in the building. Make some noise, period. To my right, we have the lovely Maya Maya. And to my left, we have the lovely boss lady, CEO K. Gee in the building, don't play. <laughs> All right, so if you guys want to, y'all can kind of just introduce yourself, tell them what it is that y'all do. Give them a little else. Well, what's up, y'all? I'm an upcoming artist and songwriter from Memphis, Tennessee, born and raised from South Memphis. And I do a little bit of everything. So y'all just stay tuned. Be on the lookout for me. Yes. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm quite sure mostly everybody knows who I am. I am the boss lady of Memphis, CEO of Boss Talk Entertainment, artist liaison for Power 990 Mix, community activist for youth changes. The list goes on and on. I ain't going to keep going on. And I also repair credit. So let's get that because I know some of y'all about this credit, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, I always be out helping and uh, motivating upcoming artists. So if you're an artist, and you got music that you need to be heard, just hit me up, because that's what I do. Alright. Okay, so we're going to start with you, Maya. Miss Maya, Maya. <laughs> like, tell us about your journey into the music industry. Like, how did you get started? Well, I've been, music been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. So, I professionally started, like, right after high school, just learning the business side and, um, just the ins and out of the um music industry so it's kind of been like a hassle especially like you know when you're trying to find your sound or build your brand and stuff like mm-hmm. that you know it's a whole different ball game when it comes to women anyway yes, so women. um i say it's a bit of a roller coaster a little under construction but you know you don't <laughs> do what you gotta do i like it we under construction okay and then of course Miss Boss Lady, like you, you've been uh, in the music business <laughs> right. from putting people on to management. What has your journey been like? Well, you know, it has its ups and downs. It'd be a lot of days I've been wanting to just throw in the towel on it, but it <laughs> always be you can't stop. Like every time I try to quit, God bless me with more things to keep making me go further and help people more and more. So the goal is to see somebody win. Yes. And in this game, a lot of people, when you winning, they, they start hating on you when you winning instead of congratulating you. Yep, so you. my goal is to show people that you can win and still be happy with that the next person winning too. Because yeah. we have to understand, it's never a competition when we all win. And if we all win together, when nobody feel like they compete. That's, that's it. it. That's <laughs> it right there. That's definitely it. Okay, so Maya, you, your latest two singles, Pain and Your Fault, what was the process behind it? Well, with um, Your Fault, it was kind of um, 
like on some storytelling type stuff. Like yeah. when I make my music, I always try to um just like be the voice for somebody that um just can't express their um feelings and stuff through words. So yeah. anytime I make a song, I either have been through it or know somebody that has been through it. So I try to be that voice for them. So when I was writing um your fault, um it was just basically about how people can just do stuff to you. Or they act a certain type of way. It could be your, your your dude. It could be your female. You know, it could be a friend. It don't matter. And um, then when when they get when they get the reaction that they wasn't expecting, they try to figure out like what's going on. But it's your fault. You, and with pain, it's kind of like almost like the same concept. It's just like when you um, it wasn't no pain song. But it was right. just like a um, look all this pain. This hiding inside of me to keep me on my toes, to keep me going. So, you know, most definitely show gratitude for the good and bad. Okay. Thank you. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so Boss Lady, tell us a little bit about your vision behind Boss Talk Entertainment, like how it started um, and how you, you know, brought in other talent and things like that. Well, it started when I got fired from the radio station. Shout out to Power Nine Nine Beats. So, um, when I left the station, I had a lot of artists because I had forever been putting artists on the radio mm -hmm. and exposing artists from all over the country, like really all over the world. Yeah. So, um, artists hit me up and was like, can you be my manager? I was like, I'm a manager. I said, no, I'm not managing, you know. <laughs> and so, I was like, you know what, why not? I'm doing everything just like a, 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 a manager, manager. Yeah. so I might as well be one. So then I thought about it, I said, I can go even farther with this. I'm going to go ahead and get my own record label, you know what I'm saying? Because we don't have that in Memphis. Mm -hmm. So why not be the first black woman with a record label in Memphis? Let me go forward. Yeah. So I went forward, and as you see, I'm everywhere. Like, everywhere, everybody in the so industry. Everywhere. Everybody in the industry hit me up, you know, I'm, I'm just... The goal is to get these artists where they should have been a long time ago. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's, that's really what it is. Because, you know, like, for women artists, it's harder for the women artists in the industry. Because we have to go through so much. Yeah. So to have a woman doing what these men's doing, Man. to empower yeah. these women, they going to, that's, you see my girls? I see them. See, like, I, I'm trying to let the women have a voice. It's hard to have a voice when you're going against a lot of men in the industry. So yeah. I'm their voice for the women. Okay, so how has it been like growing up in Memphis, you know, especially with your music industry, you know, being in the industry? Who are some of your like inspirations or influences when it comes to the game? Yeah. Well, growing up in Memphis, if you grew up in Memphis, like what's on the stood ain't gotta be explained with these. So but um I, I always felt like I was kinda um the way I make my music is kinda different from the um, you know, like the typical like Memphis artist mm -hmm. or Memphis female artist, you know, not comparing or nothing like that, but it's just like I come with a different approach and still like say what I need to say, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So some of my biggest um inspirations, like when it comes to music, I love Rihanna this one. My girl Jasmine Sullivan, um, Nikki, you know, just who else? Uh, I love Janae Aiko too. Just like that little smooth vibe, but you can still get, you know, active when you need to. Cute. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Kiki, tell us a little bit more about the week's type you got coming up over at May 28th. What's going on? Uh, well, first is my birthday. Period. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
But I'm I'm dropping an all-female queen of the streets mixtape that's gonna be hosted by DJ Baby Drill. So it's gonna be something that it's gonna go it's going on all digital platforms. So I got a lot of big people in the industry that's coming behind me to help me push this because they was like, yeah, yeah, you know. Because if y'all look at it, the women's are where everybody looking at the industry right now. Mm -hmm. So why not push something out so they don't have to look too far right there? Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There you go. Y'all looking for them here. We got them right here. Alright, y'all better come get y'all. Okay. Pressure. Period. <laughs> okay, so this next question is for both of y'all. How do you balance like your business or professional side of things and then your music side? Okay. Well, I can first well. Um, by day, I'm also a, a director of a child care center as well. So I try to keep that separate from my music because it's like two different types of brands. Yeah. So um, I'll be. Miss Maya by day and then be Maya Maya by night, you know. <laughs> Try to balance it out because sometimes you don't, want, you don't want to get caught up. You got to keep them balanced because you don't yeah. want to be too much over yeah, here and then you don't have time over here and then you mm -hmm. too much over here. So it's kind of like you just got to be one of them yeah. to be able to balance it out because yeah. it really ain't cool for you, bad, I swear. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if your mind on shake, you know exactly what you want to do, you know exactly what you are doing or plan on doing, I think you'll be all right. Got yeah. Right. What about you? Well, for me, it's always business, so I balance it equally all the time because I'm always doing business. Mm -hmm. Even when I'm at work, I'm having business with the with the music, and when I'm in, with the music, I'm still having business with the work. work. It don't yeah. stop. <laughs> it's like, it don't stop. You know, when you, when you have to do something, you gonna make it. You gotta make sure it's done because one gonna pay a bill. If that one can't pay the bill, the other one gonna pay the bill. So you gotta make sure the bills get paid. So yeah, it don't yeah. stop. Very true. Very true. Okay. And so my next question is also for both of you guys, because of course we have some airway podcast, so I gotta ask y'all a general question. Mm -hmm. Where have you guys been named the top three places that you visited? Anywhere, anywhere in the world. Top three will which feel like y'all top three. One being like the best bitch, you're gonna be constant, and three being like I was Um Arizona. Besides, it's hot, but it's too hot out there. It's hot, yeah. Like I've heard a lot. Of like time. emphasis on hot. Like y'all know Memphis in August. Yeah, nothing compared to the oh, area. It's hot but it's very beautiful. Like I would go back. I just oh, so would they be your day. number one? Yes, number. Mm, or would they be your three? That'd be three. Okay. Number one uh, would be California. Okay. And then I've been to Miami too. So I say Miami, California, and then. Uh, Okay. Yeah. What about Miami? Miami just hype. Yeah. It's just it's a vibe. So it's a vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe. Um, Cali is more of like to me. It's more like um, just beautiful and kind of like LO and stuff. Depending on what you wear and what you doing, who you with. Yeah. So um, anywhere. Yeah. Right. Anywhere. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I ain't never nothing like Memphis, so y'all, yeah, y'all know Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about you? I've been seeing you traveling. Oh, always. Yeah. My top places is gonna be Cosmo, Mexico. I love that. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the top. Uh, <laughs> next year for my birthday. Yeah, that's the top. Jamaica, Cosmo, and, and Grand Canyon. Oh yeah. yeah. We turned it up. Big Twitter. That's the uh, cruise I wanna I'm gonna look. So, uh, my first one is Cosmic Mexico because I love the water out there and I love the atmosphere. It's just beautiful. It's very beautiful. The water is so beautiful. 
Then the second one. Because I ain't Okay. And so what was your second one? My second one is California. And my third one is um Miami, of course. I love Miami. Okay, okay. This is nice. This is dope. I feel like for me, my Right. I've been to like thirty of the fifty states. I haven't been to all, but been everything was Alaska and Hawaii. Them the only place I've been. I used to drive trucks, so mm -hmm. I've been everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I think my number one would probably be the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. The Bahamas was really, really nice. Um, two for me. Um, I'm gonna say two is Texas. Texas is real chill. Yeah, I like Texas. Cool, Texas nice vibe. You know, people Texas straight. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and then third, I just like honestly, the Cuban book. I'm gonna have to say Atlanta. Atlanta showed me so much love. Yeah, that's so a lot of like, love. Like a lot of people, like Atlanta, ain't nothing but full of but Memphis people. And I'm like, that's just who you're around. You're around our Memphis people. Yeah, like I said, depending on who you with. Okay. Well, yeah, Atlanta showed me so many love every single time I'm there. So definitely got to go on this. Okay. So, um. Tell me, you guys, like, what's one of your most memorable experiences about being in the music industry? That could be from releasing the first record or working with your very first artist or meeting somebody. What's, like, a very memorable moment for you? A memorable moment for me is when, like, um, when you get on the stage and you singing your song and then somebody's singing it back to you and you're like, hold on. Like, for the first time, hearing that for the first time, it's like, oh. So that's that's memorable. I'm always remember my uh my first time recording in a in a big studio. Yeah. So it just be like little stuff like that. But the top for me would be like playing my song and hearing somebody say it based on it's like what you doing ain't for nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, they watch, they listen. They watch and they listen. My memory moment was going to Clarksdale, Mississippi and witnessing Rick Ross opened up a weed shop. Um, for a bus station that black people couldn't even go in and it had been closed for over 50 years. So that was my most memorable moment and he called me boss lady. He's like, what's your name? I said boss lady. He said, you look like a boss lady. Period. I said, two bosses together. What's up, big boss? That was my memorable moment right there. I love that. I love that. So, Miss Boss Lady, how do you stay up to date with like the latest trends and things that are going on in the music Social media. Social media. Right off the bat. Social media, and then like everybody tag me into everything. Like anything that's going on, my phone is always. And then, you know I'm a radio host, so yeah. I'm staying that I'm always on the hype of everything going on. Plus social media, social media gonna keep you posted up on everything. You don't miss nothing. No. They don't let me miss nothing. If I want to miss something, they gonna tag me. Like right now, it's a post going around, and about fifty people on Facebook and tag me. I'm constantly asking like, what what is this about? I don't know what it means. I just see somebody on there singing. What you trying to tell me? I need to get back. Mm -hmm. I know I answer no questions. They just constantly tagging me. Could you sing this? <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. And so, Maya, like, have you ever dealt with writer's block? I know, you know, a lot of people have, but if you have, 
how you overcome that as an artist and being a creative, you know, and not kind of conforming to what's out there just to get something out, mm -hmm. things like that. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I try not to, anything I do, I try not to let it be forced. Like, if I feel like it's forced, I don't want to do it at all. Right. And um, when I have writer's block, I used to try to, um, I used to be so frustrated with myself. I used to be like, what you doing? <laughs> like, so I had to just take some time back um, recollect my thoughts, kind of like get my mind erased. Sometimes I go listen to my old music, mm -hmm. try to like, um, just like get my my spark back. Even though like it ain't never lived, but everybody go through it. So I try to just be calm about it. Um, recollect my mind, just take my time, and then it's gonna always come back. Cause if it's in you, it's in you. Yeah, it's in you. So definitely yeah. that for sure. Yeah. That one right there. It's basically just all about like just being patient with yourself. Sometimes, like that's why I've been teaching myself lately. Like just be nicer to yourself, cause mm -hmm. I always feel like you could be doing so, you could be doing this, you could be doing it, you know. Yeah. Instead of like good job on this, good job. So you know, you always want to celebrate yourself and um, just take your time. Be patient with yourself. I like that. I like that. We, we, I feel like us as women definitely need, always, all sure. women need a lot more than being patient with yourself, having That's grace true. with yourself, mm -hmm. being kind to yourself. Like, taking time for yourself. That's the one. If you don't care, because you be doing everything like, I, 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 I don't really know the last time I had a day just a day for myself. Like every day since for the last fucking for the last years I have not I can't recall the time I just actually just took a day out for myself and do something I like just for me mm -hmm. like that's something that women's got to start doing because you be so frustrated because you're doing for everybody yeah. but you don't never do for yourself like me personally I I do everything for everybody I can't change the next time I did something for myself it's crazy wow. I just can't see it yeah. Right, right, so no cap. I'm gonna definitely feel that 100. It's like, but all my life I've been like that though. That's like, me too. I get a, I get a drive, or I, I feel happy knowing I, I help somebody, yeah. I did something for somebody. Yeah. Like, where they come from? <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's the passion that you have when you have a passion for people. Then that's how you're gonna be, regardless of what you're going through or whatever. You could be going through a lot of stuff, but when you see somebody going through something worse than you, you mm -hmm. wanna help that person. No matter what your situation is, that's why God gonna always bless you. Yeah. He always keep you blessed when you do things like that, when you put others before yourself. Yeah, because at the end of the day, um, I think a lot I think a lot of the reason where that comes from is like people wanna like well me, I'm gonna speak for me, like I always treat people like how I would want somebody to treat me. Yeah, yeah. like I'd be like I would want somebody to do that for me, so let me do that for them. Yeah. No matter the age, it don't matter who you are, like just right. yeah. I would, and I feel like we definitely need more of it, just like out in the world in general, yeah. you know, and especially you know for women amongst other women. And it's for like, like yeah. not for you know, like, yeah. for nothing back in return. Yeah. Or Keep the tabs on what you did, like holding <laughs> over my head. Or you yeah. remember back in so and so, mm -hmm. I did so and so. Yeah, what you do it for? Cause this ain't that. <laughs> you know? I always say I don't want nobody to do nothing for me, and I gotta hear about it again on a bad day. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. I, don't, I, I don't don't even waste your time or mine. <laughs> you could keep you could keep that gesture right over there. Look, I don't want no part of it. Like, 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 
I feel like I want to shed a lot of light on it because um, recently I saw on social media, and I don't know how true true it is or recent it was, but um, if you guys know Sukiyana, mm -hmm. she posted a video where she was like literally in tears and she was like, you know, I signed this deal and I didn't realize at the time I was just so excited getting me my kids out the hood and I didn't sign my soul over to devil. Like, I don't know who she signed with or, you know, too much of the backstory on it, but just watching the video and, she, you know, she was crying and she was like, you know, I just been praying to God that he can get me out of these, that I can find a way out of these without having to, you know what I'm saying, like, really sell my soul. Mm -hmm. And she like, I've already done stuff that I never thought I would do. And, exactly. like, literally, like, in tears. And she like, I don't even want it no more. I don't even want to do music no more. Mm -hmm. I just want out. Right. You know, and it gets really serious and real deep like this. So, like, I just want to open up that conversation because I feel like a lot of people don't have it or shed their light on it. For real. And, see, that's what I tell a lot of my artists is, that a lot of a lot of artists that I tell them before you even sign a contract, you have to read everything before you sign it. Cause I was now dealing with these, right. I was okay. dealing with these Not people. Just you know, I was dealing with these people, and they wanted to put me on the contract to be their um, promoter and you know do their marketing and stuff like that. And so I read the contract, and when I got all the way down to the bottom of it, the little bit of print, mm -hmm. I don't see nothing in there say nothing about a check or nothing. I'm like, everything is everything is going to them. I don't see nowhere to say I'm gonna get paid or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I had some more people that was under me, left me and went with them and signed the contract. Got an umbrella deal. So an umbrella deal is a deal where you don't get no money. Yeah. They just do everything for you and put you out there. And that's the thing people got to look at when you when you sign these labels. You really have to pay attention. You're supposed to have a, a, a lawyer. A lawyer. You got to have a lawyer <laughs> to go with you to before you sign anything. Not only that, read. Don't yeah. sign shit and be happy. Cause you can sign, they give you fifty thousand, but that fifty thousand before you make your first thousand, you all that money gone. Yeah. Cause you get that money up front, be excited, go splurging, yeah. mm -hmm. and then you wait on the rest of the money. But you got to pay that five hundred thousand. You got to pay them back. You got to pay that back before you start seeing money. You just take a look at Tony Braxton. Mm -hmm. Tony had Grammys and everything, and she ended up getting what? Yeah. Bankrupt mm -hmm. because she was didn't read her country. Mm -hmm. It's all I read. Yeah. And it happened just so many times, and it just make you just like with me personally. Like I got. Real mattress issues, anxiety, all this. So I really stay out the way to myself because I always, in the back of my mind, I always feel like somebody got like a um ulterior motive. Yeah, mm -hmm. which I also try That's to like. A good thing. My, it's a good no, thing, but it's extent. also yeah, yeah, it's a good thing, but it, it's a blessing and it's a curse because it's like you always want to keep your head on the swivel, but at the same time you don't want to block your blessings and nothing like that because you automatically thinking somebody got something wrong. But it's you like you don't feel sometimes you feel. When stuff ain't right, and then you can feel when stuff right. Like yeah. sometimes you can you can have a feeling your gut ain't gonna leave you wrong. A lot of times you don't want to follow yeah, that gut. Exactly. Every single time and that gut be like, mm mm. Time to go. Every time, every time. Yeah, I'll pick it up. Okay. <laughs> time to go. Just like this. I'm blue cards. Okay. Like this. <laughs> Extra space, little. Please. <laughs> But it's um it's definitely like really it's scary, scary for sure for sure, for sure. Yeah. and not even just the paperwork like cause it's you the can't underlying back those it's stuff. the people that you have mm -hmm. to deal with because I know a lot of people who have gotten great deals I'm talking about expeditions 
<laughs> like fantastic freaking deals. But you might have, you know, a record uh, uh, exec or somebody who's on your team who gonna go to go to bat for you and say, mm -hmm. okay, well, the label need to give you more money, but you got on the side. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, things yeah. like that really do happen out here, and mm -hmm. a lot of women feel like, well, okay, this is the only option I have. They feel like, one, I've already signed this deal. Mm -hmm. Two, I already, like you said, spent all the money that they gave me up front, so I ain't got no I mean, choice. Like, I got to pay them back for it. I just got to do what I got to do. And see, that's what outcome in it, yeah. to change the game on it. Yeah. Because I found out P. Diddy was giving his artists 10% and he kept 90%. I don't know if we came millionaires, though. They all became not millionaires. Look how much money he got. I was like, I could you know see what I'm saying? Imagine if, okay, they millionaires, they millionaires. But just think about it. Exactly. They was getting that money up front money. Exactly. So it's like. So in your contract, 90% of that money gonna go to them. Yeah. That's just like, if Drake go do a, Drake go right now to FedEx form, set out the FedEx form, make $2 million. You think Drake gonna get $2 million? Of no, he's not. <laughs> He got to pay them the record label. He got to pay the, the everything out. By the time he get through, he probably come out there about two hundred maybe. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, but you see how much you get off that. Mm -hmm. When people think it, you know, labels is good, but one thing you can do, the same thing the labels don't, you can do it yourself. But people yeah. don't understand it. Ain't nothing but bring the bills. Right. It's just, it's just all about having your team. You got to have a team. It's all about having a team. Have your marketing. You gotta have a marketing plan together. Right there. And promotion. <laughs> marketing and promotion. Get out, put out flyers. That's all they do. And I feel like in this day and age, that's what a lot of people missing the footwork. The footwork. Yeah, everybody wanna be on social media. Hey, we, we, we got we in a microwave of a generation. Yeah, everybody wanna like popcorn. Mm -hmm. like, Quick and fast. Cause it be it be it be plenty of times where like you, me, I get my little um my people and stuff. We go out, we go share business cards, we get people scan, woo, woo, woo. but it's like first of be on the phone. Yeah. So it's like you gotta you gotta learn how to um you gotta do think right. You gotta do things yeah. that what the society is doing now, and it's always changing. So it's like what you think is is going on right now, and they, they doing yeah. something else. So yeah. it's like, so I, I, I yeah, like so soon as you thought you covered. I definitely always feel like I agree that you know you definitely have to change with the time of mm -hmm. things and make sure that you can always adjust. To whatever is going on in the world, but at the same time, Still I feel like footwork. You actually, you're gonna. It's always a guarantee, in my opinion, yeah. to the footwork to being out here in the public to passing yeah. out your flyers to going to events, shaking hands, and kissing the babies as they say. Yeah. You're always gonna grow faster because you built those yeah. personal relationships. Yeah. But everybody wanna be such a damn celebrity. So they, they feel like, oh, I'm too hot. I'm too this and that. I can't go past out flyers. Can't nobody see me doing it. That's loose shit. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, that builds. You I started that. when I started the radio station. Now, I only been in this game for four years, but the way I move, you think I've been in here over twenty. Because mm -hmm. I done made more moves in four years than people that made in ten. Definitely. For real, and that's called footwork. When you see me every everywhere, they got something going on on there. Mm -hmm. Because when people see you, besides see you, yeah, they know you for real. Yeah. And see, that's how so many people like talk about saying you hear you there, you everywhere. You damn right up everywhere because why? The footwork, baby. You got to plant them seeds. When you plant them right. seeds and walk in them rooms and leave, a, when you leave 
an expression on them people. I can go anywhere in America and get anything I want. Why? Because I went into them clubs and I gave them folks what they was looking for and more. Yeah, now you thought they was looking for. Right. More. Yeah. I gave them more. Yeah. And they was like, come back. Yeah, the first time gonna be free, but the second time gonna be a fee. Period. That's how you get your money. Yeah. And that's how you get out there as an artist, as an independent artist. If you want to get paid shows, go somewhere and do a show for free the first time. And do so well, they're going to ask you, can you come back? Yeah, for a fee. Yeah. We gave you a sample for the person. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know what I'm capable of. <laughs> you see it. You see it. You see it. You, you, you see it. You see it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I teach my artists like, come on, y'all. We're we going to make one round trip around the world. We done went down there every city. Guess what? Now everybody call us to come back and perform for a fee. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't signed to no label. They signed to mine. But they ain't signed to no major label. But guess what? We making the same money they make. Mm -hmm. Plus, plus. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Now is we need travel, we need motels, and we need money for performing. Yeah. That's how you come back the second time around. See, the first time around, you provide all that yourself to show them, yeah, I can get here. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, this man told me, he said, I'm going to give you a project, and you can do it, everything free. I want you to go to South by Southwest. Mm -hmm. We made it there. I want you to go to Chapel in the Basement. We made it there. I need you to go to Miami. We made it there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't asked for a dime. But if you put me on these platforms where people can see what I got, Mm -hmm. When I leave, guess what they doing now? Phone stay done. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? So it's all about setting that footwork and getting out there networking. Because you can't network on social media. Right. Social media yeah. ain't to be taken serious. Yeah. And a lot of people think they're going to be right. famous yeah. on social media. But it's a number. With social media, not, at the end of the day, it's a numbers thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's my you got to have, have, have some retarded stuff going on to get them numbers. Yeah. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Because when you speaking stuff that you really need to speak about, they don't want to pay attention. Well, <laughs> but if you're doing something silly, oh, they want they gonna tune in. Yeah, mm -hmm. every time. I used to sit back and think to myself, I'm like, but these folks jumping off the dumbest stuff like, all the time. <laughs> I be like, this one, this is your one. This is your one. They sound a retarded motherfucker. Put this up. Exactly. Let me stop. <laughs> hey, I'm co-signing what you said. Cause they, you got somebody on here on the United States, and they got a whole record deal. And you got somebody here spinning straight balls, they overlooking. Yeah. Why? Because the little retarded motherfucker they got their numbers up. Mm -hmm. But I the person speaking straight balls, they ain't listening. I tell people all the time, the music industry is nothing but politics. It's more politics than politics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it, because music is such a universal thing across. All races, across all ethnicities, across uh, gender, across um, language barriers, music is so freaking like universal that it has to be the thing that moves everybody. 
Right. And so the industry, I'ma just tell y'all, it's political as fuck. It's more it political is. than it the is. government. It is. And that's why you see all of this propaganda and shit going on behind closed doors coming out about yeah, all yeah, that. That is talent ain't got nothing to do it's, with it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's about influence. That's all the music business is about. It's about influence. And, and the people know. who got the big books, those right. big labels everybody want to sign to and this and that, they want you to be able to influence people to do what they, they want them to do. Right, right. Not it's what you want to say. It's a slavery of the mind. It's yeah. slavery of the mind. It's just like being a slave. It's slavery of the mind. That's real. And that's what that's why I love about Kanye West. Cause Kanye West, he's going, but he's going. He don't care. They call him like crazy. He told. He said. He said one thing on 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 um drunk champs. He said, "What they gonna do? Y'all can't fire us because we the one making these." You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I was telling on Facebook the other day. I told artists, stop sharing mainstream artists and stuff when you got your own content to share. Yeah. Good. Everybody would get on here and share somebody else's song in the background. They already made it. Why the fuck is you still constantly sharing their shit? It needs to be you, your you, shit. You, 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 Everything you, you. you do need to be you. You, yeah. you, 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 you. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, every time I share something, I'm playing one of my artists' music in the background. Mm -hmm. Why? Because... You already gonna be looking. Yeah. I'm doing, I, I'm always using in the un, un, underground artists more than people that's already made because why? They, they already made it. Yeah. If they you doing them a study, only thing you doing is start getting them a bigger check and your check ain't got no one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Share, share your own shit. For sure, yeah, for sure. Play your own music. I don't care. I don't care. for yourself every time. Yeah, right. you, you have got to know like TikTok. Let me tell y'all something. TikTok is the number one thing to get. Like, mm -hmm. we dropped a song on TikTok. Two songs we dropped on TikTok. One of them is almost at a million, and the other is half a million. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Get on TikTok. Get on, on Thriller. Get on the reels. Yeah. I got a million views on, on reels. Mm -hmm. Almost twice, mm -hmm. and I ain't no artist. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all about how you network and, and and marketed your stuff. You have to have good marketing strategies when you're trying to get your music heard. Get do little competitions, do little skits to your music, mm -hmm. yeah, do all type of stuff to make people indulge and like, dog, I want some more. Don't never get them a lot. Just get them just a little bit to keep looking for the next thing. Right, a little hint of your personality. Just a little bit. That's it. That's it. You don't never get nobody. Like, like when I tell my artists when they do shows and stuff like that, don't never get them a lot. When you do, if you on the stage more than, than three minutes, you done gave them too much. They done, lost, they done lost interest in what you got to say. To be honest, when you on the stage and you don't showcase the reason, the longest you need on stage is two minutes. Just enough to get them indulged to say, give me some more. And you know what? That's yeah. crazy because that's even that's even with the songwriting process and the music now. You don't want to be long. Like, it's, it's, like I said, we're in a microwave of a generation. So it's like all them songs with the three verses. And yeah. Like, that shit is done. Baby, you got a verse in half of four minutes. Four minutes and exactly. And I used to two minutes top. Two Fifteen, like at the most, <laughs> like you can't do no more than that. For real, cause when, you, when them songs be that long, I'ma tell you something. I went to so many showcases, and what gets me is they'll start off with a hype song, then they want to do two, three more songs. 
By the time you get halfway in your second song, you done lost me. I don't even want to listen to nothing that you got to say. Yeah. Because you had me with that first song. Yeah. That's why I always say, make your first impression your best impression. Yeah. So if you're going to go up there, take that first top song, and as far as artists, when you pushing your music, every six months, get them a new song. Stop dropping all these songs back to back, because ain't nobody listening. Yeah.
Period. Okay, Miss Boss Lady, what you got going on? Well, y'all know I'm a boss on the move, so hey, I'm licking to be a millionaire by Christmas. That's 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 my goal. It's not a billionaire. It's not a billionaire. No, you gotta say I'm already claiming what I'm gonna be by the end of the year. Also, um, I got a lot of events coming up. I got a couple of car shows coming up. Um, I'm working with Empire right now, Empire 45. They hit me up. They're trying to do some stuff with meeting with the labels in Atlanta. So I'm getting up with him later to see what's going on. So y'all know I have a lot of things going on. The whole thing to the main thing is to see can I get one of these underground artists, no matter who it is, what they've been doing and get them out there. So if you're an artist, you want to get out there and you don't have nobody that's pushing you, you need that push. Get it. Come on, yes, here. Girl. Okay. <laughs> yes, so you got this was a great, great, great podcast. This is probably my favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> like the girls be coming through. Girls okay. are great, baby. Period. Okay, y'all know I'm a girls' girl. I come from a family of women. I got two like sisters, that. so like I'm really a girls' girl. I'm always pushing for my ladies to win. Like this is what it's really all about. And we got to push each other like especially being from memphis i feel like the girls in the city and women in general when it comes to business and the music industry we are always pit against each other mm -hmm. and especially in this city you know we we, we all about the grit and grind you know what i'm saying so um i'm super excited and thankful that y'all came out today thank you for having us girl yes, definitely so i'm gonna have both of their social medias in the corner up here y'all can click the qr codes and go follow them on all social medias <laughs> and i just want to thank you guys for tuning in to the summer everywhere podcast we are on all platforms our audios drop every friday we on iHeartRadio, radio we on deezer we on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, anywhere you know a podcast be that's where we be all right and the visuals release every sunday on youtube as well as on our patreon so make sure you guys go subscribe hit those notification bells and we're gonna see y'all in the next one give it up for our ladies